On Mother's Day, I awoke a little after 4 a.m. hearing a robin singing somewhere out front. I like to wake up that early, set my sound recorder in my backyard to capture the morning song, and head back to bed or get to work. In the past few weeks, I've mostly headed back to bed as I recover from COVID. My weather app said rain was imminent. There's nowhere in the backyard where my equipment is safe from rain, but that persistent robin out front inspired me to try something new. Our front porch is covered, so I set my recorder there, pointed a shotgun microphone in an area between a spruce tree and a small maple, the robin sings from both, and started recording at 414. That's how I made the best Robin song recording I've ever managed with a perfect 11-minute stretch when the bird must have been perched precisely in line with the microphone. But it bothered me all day that I had no idea what time he had started. Back when I took my first ornithology class the summer of 1975, I had to pull an all-nighter to finish my field research paper. Our apartment was too small for me to play music to help me stay awake after Russ went to bed, but a robin spent the whole night singing not far from my open window. Hour after hour after hour, he kept me company, and I finished the paper just before I had to leave for class. I still wonder if I'd have finished that paper on time had that robin not been pulling an all-nighter of his own. My Peabody Street Robin was not singing when I went to bed Saturday night, but what time did he start? Was he singing loud from his first note, or did he begin softly and build up gradually? Did he make any preliminary notes before his actual song? Suddenly, I realized how very easy it would have been to answer these questions and more. My Zoom H6 sound recorder was right there in my hands, as obvious as Dorothy's ruby slippers. All I had to do was start recording before I went to bed. My sound files are time-stamped, so the recording would tell me exactly when the robin started singing. On Sunday night, the Peabody Street Robin definitely did not pull an all-nighter. The waveform didn't show any nearby sounds except the footsteps of people walking by and a few cars until 3.42 a.m. when the robin made a chatter call from a short distance away and then came closer and made two chatter calls in quick succession and immediately started singing away. This was just about exactly two hours before sunrise. He kept going strong until about 5.17. Meanwhile, a chickadee made a few DDD calls at 4.32, an hour and 10 minutes or so before sunrise, and that one or another started singing persistently at 5.05, over a half hour before sunrise. 
While my ears were still working properly, I used to do a breeding bird survey in northern Minnesota every June. I was supposed to start my survey at 4.38 a.m. exactly, a half hour before local sunrise. But never once did I get there before a lot of birds were already in full song. Back in 2001, when I took the Cornell Lab of Ornithology's field recording course in the Sierra Nevadas, Don Krudzma was a guest lecturer who was planning to come along the day of our field trip to record the Dawn Chorus. I expected us to be leaving at 3, which was clearly what Don Krudzma expected too, but groans from the rest of the group led to what I thought was a horrible compromise. We wouldn't even be leaving until 5 a.m. Don decided the heck with us and headed to the site at the proper time. We arrived in time to hear a lot of morning birdsong, but it was far from the magical experience of a true dawn chorus. The early birder really does catch the worm-eating birds. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.